Today is a big day for at least two reasons. The first one is, of course, that it's, it's the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Jesus. It's Corpus Christi. This is one of the most wonderful days of the year and one of my favorites. This is, um, this is one of those days where in, in the face of God's unspeakable gifts to the church, the church like just pours out its love and sings its, its love song to God louder than usual. So I, I don't know if you, if you noticed this, but I, I was especially, did you notice during the Gloria? I thought you guys sang a little extra today, and I was really, I was really proud, I was really glad, because it's Corpus Christi, and if there's any day to sing the Gloria, this is, this is one of them. The second reason why today is a big deal is because it's the very beginning of the parish phase of the National Eucharistic Revival. So, so this last year was the diocesan phase, and we had several diocesan events, but now we're entering to, in the, into the parish phase. It starts today, and then it will go all the way through the year until next June and Corpus Christi 2024. So this is our focus for the whole year. This is it. It's on the body and blood of Jesus. We're part of the Eucharistic revival, so you're going to hear more about that a little later. In any Eucharistic procession, there's what we see, and then there's what's actually happening. So you know we have the Eucharistic procession right after this Mass, the first one that has happened here at St. Luke that I have been told of. And um, I just want, I want to ask you, I hate it when priests do this, but I'm going to do it today. Would you, if you've been in any sort of Eucharistic procession, would you raise your hand? High enough for other people to see? Okay, awesome. And for, for you who haven't, that's, that's okay, because today's the day. It's going, to be, it's going to be a normal thing. I mean, uh, somebody asked me actually last night, so I've never been in a Eucharistic procession. I've never really heard of this. Is this a new thing? And I said, it is relatively new um, because it's 800 years old. <laughs> so when the, when the scale is 2,000 years, then something that only came about in like 1200 or 1300, okay, I guess it's relatively new. But no, it is not, it is not that new for us. In, um, we're gonna go back to this. What, there's what we see and then there's what's actually happening. In baptism, you know, that what you see, there's some, oil, uh, some water pour, poured over the head of the baby, there's some oil, there's the priest and the family and everything, there's a candle. What, there is to see is not all that interesting, okay? But then there's what is actually happening, which is much, much more interesting, where the soul of this baby is regenerated and reborn, or, or an adult who is being baptized. Regenerated and reborn, all sin is washed away, and God comes and dwells in this human heart. You can't see it. All you see is the water, but this is what is actually happening. Okay, it's the same thing with Mass. You know that there's what you see, and then there's what is actually happening. With the procession, it's the same way, okay? So we're just gonna walk through some of the things that you see and then what's, what's actually going on. The first thing that you'll see, and if you've been in a Eucharistic procession before, you know this. If you haven't, you, you can imagine along with us. First thing that you'll see is the priest will carry the monstrance. So that's this, uh, this, this tall uh, brass thing back here, and it's meant to hold the, the blessed sacrament, this consecrated host that was bread and is not bread anymore. Okay, so we put the host in the, in the, in the monstrance and the priest carries this around. And that's the front of the procession. And then we all follow behind. So that's what we see. But what is actually happening? Jesus of Nazareth is walking on earth. This is what is happening. The same person, the same power, the same presence that walked through the hills of Galilee and the streets of Jerusalem 2,000 years ago will walk down this aisle and on our sidewalks. 
And the only difference is in appearance. That's what's really happening. Okay, the second thing that you see is um, a crowd of people, all of us who are in the procession. And there will be times where it's easy and other times where we might jostle a little bit trying to get through the doors and everything. Probably because this is our first procession, it might be a little more chaotic than, than future ones. So what we see is a little bit of, of maybe a chaotic crowd. But what is actually happening here? This is the multitude of disciples that are following their king and shepherd. This is what we hear about in the New Testament over and over, that Jesus walked from this place to that, and the crowds followed him wherever he went. And as they went along, this is also the moment when, for example, the blind man Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, as Jesus was walking by, and Jesus gave him his sight. Or when the woman with the hemorrhage walked up as Jesus was traveling and there was a crowd and she just touched the hem of his garment and she was healed. Okay, there are many, many stories like this, but it happens in this context that Jesus is moving from one place to another and there's this crowd of disciples following. This is what is happening today. Okay, it's also like in the first reading that we heard about, the people of God in the desert who have been led out of Egypt and they're headed toward the promised land where God is leading them from slavery to freedom. He's leading them through the desert to this place of abundance. You know that in Exodus, God leads them as a column of cloud in the day and as a column of fire by night. And so we have these symbols in the procession too to remind us of this. There's this smoking cloud that comes from the incense and a column of fire that is the candles that are carried. Because what's happening as we walk behind the Lord in procession is that he's taking his people through the desert to freedom. He's leading us to the promised land, to eternal life. Eventually, we all all kneel down and we will incense the blessed sacrament. And that's what we see. Okay, there's, there's some smoke and people kneeling and maybe your knees are uncomfortable. But what is actually happening in this moment that we cannot see? All the church, all the saints and angels in heaven are there worshiping God giving him glory and praise and burning with love and joy before their Lord. A little later, we'll have benediction. Okay, this is when the priest takes this monstrance and he makes the sign of the cross with it over everybody who's here. And this is very important. Okay, so what you see is the priest making the sign of the cross with the monstrance and you're like, wow, that's really nice. But what is actually happening? Jesus himself is blessing us and pouring out his love and mercy and healing upon us. Okay, normally when you receive a blessing from a priest, you know how this goes, at the end of Mass or if you ask for a blessing, and the priest uses his hand and he makes the sign of the cross over you, or he takes his thumb and he puts it on your forehead. Okay, but when the priest makes the sign of the cross in this benediction, to make it really clear what's happening, he wears this veil that's on the front pew here, and he puts it between his hands and the monstrance. Okay, so the priest does not touch the monstrance because the point is that The priest is not the one doing the blessing. It is Jesus who blesses us. Okay, so his hands aren't even even doing the thing. Now, this is our first year. Okay, so we're starting small. We're going to go around to the corners of the parking lot. We're going to make a stop and read some scripture and then come back. If, if it does not rain. We're watching it close and at the end of Mass, Zach is going to give me the signal and say we're outside or we're inside. Okay, so there's still time to ask for clear skies. But if we're outside, we'll, we will, uh, we'll go around, we'll make the stop, and then we'll arrive back in church in the end. But this procession is supposed to be public. It's not just supposed to be in our parking lot. 
It's not supposed to be hidden on the property of a parish. It's supposed to go out through the streets. It's supposed to be through the town for other people to see. It's supposed to be not only this, this, uh, this moment of us worshiping the Lord, but also proclaiming that Jesus is here and proclaiming our faith and what he has given us. So I've been in processions like this before. I remember when I was like 13, we were going through downtown Grand Rapids in procession, and um, people look and they wonder because they don't understand. And so as we were walking, this person in the second floor of their house, the window was open because it was a hot Corpus Christi day, and they just shouted down, what are you doing? (laughs) And somebody answered, they gave them a good answer, but if somebody shouted that to you, as you were walking behind in procession, what do you say to them? I want you to have the answers. Because again, this is not just a moment of worship, but it's a moment of evangelization and proclaiming the gospel. When somebody asks you, what are you doing down there? What are those Catholics doing? There are many good answers, but the one I want to give you today is, you say, we are following Jesus when they point to the front and they can see you know, something shining gold and candles and smoke and things, they say, what is that? You say, that is Jesus. That is the savior of the world. When they ask you, why are you singing? You say, because God is here and we love him. When they ask, what is this all about? What is happening? You say, Jesus, has come to visit you, and he is calling you to follow him today. As we, as we go through this procession, we'll do actions and the Lord will do actions, but there's a dialogue or a conversation that goes, that happens. We say something to God and he says something to us. So what do we say in procession as we follow along and pray? We say by our presence and by our walking and maybe even by our sweat, We say, Jesus, I am yours. I will follow you where you lead me. You are my Lord and my God. And Jesus, in the front of the procession, as he leads us around, what he says to us is, my people, I love you, and I will remain with you always. I will lead you through the desert to abundant life. I give you myself. Here I am. And then, if you pay attention, you, the Lord, he gazes upon us, not just as a group, but individually. And he says to you, Pat, Nicole, Robert, Michelle, come and follow me. Brothers and sisters, Jesus has given us the unspeakable gift of his own body and blood in the Eucharist. What we receive is the same Jesus who walked in Galilee 2,000 years ago and walked in the streets of Jerusalem. He walks with us, and it sounds anticlimactic, but it's true. He walks with us on the sidewalks of Allendale. And he will do great things for us. He will forgive and heal. And he will teach and transform. And best of all, he has come to feed us with his own body and blood.